That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Buongiorno, buonasera. Come stai, Davide? Ma così, un po' a ciaccatelli. Oh, God damn it, everything you just said. <laughs> it's just a sound. I tried to make it. What did you just say? Hard for you. What did you say? Hanging in there. Just say it in Italian. <laughs> there are several. I know, but ways. what did you just say? Un po' così, un po' a ciaccatelli. Un po', un po', vero. Un po' acciaccati acciaccatelli acciaccatelli acciaccati acciaccati we got in the room we got let's go Davide Baroncini special guests Ciro Maria Baroncini Chi Chi the baby bear you get the mic on the snoring Gorgeous. Okay, we got Telly the belly. Oh, nice. <laughs> in the crib in the corner is Carmela. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the old Packer United. Carmela's room is getting painted next week. It'll take, what, two days, three days, and then she'll be back in her room. Are you going to miss her? I miss her. Yeah. I know. Should we keep up for a while? I don't mind. I remember I remember being a kid. That's what people used to do. I mean, I was the last arrived and I was clearly not planned. Sorry, I have a little bit of a nasal voice. I'm a little Probably bit allergies. congested. And uh, my father built the room after. And I, rem- I clearly remember like having a crib. I'm not joking. I remember exactly what I was in the crib. I, I have some flashback of it. was a baby in this room, but my mom had me in the closet. So on the other side of the wall. Mm. And then by her, I mean, she's almost two. She's almost two. So, you know, she should technically, I mean, listen, this kid's been sleep trained since she was four months old. So it's not like she's in here with us and we're like, She's in our bed. She goes to bed between six and seven. And she's so diligent with that. 
Yeah, she's I mean, very... certain night she might feel like being around. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and... she's just laying there and goes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> hey, Last night, everything was dark. I came back home after practice. And I was wondering what it was like. I after... went like so quiet in the closet and she was like, uno, <laughs> three, <laughs> no, like she jumped numbers. She would not go to sleep last night. <laughs> yeah, she... It was so funny. Yeah, she... Today we started days, the days of the week. We actually started a while ago, but today... Martedì, lunedì, giovedì, mercoledì. I can't believe I remember that. Lunedì. So we started from Monday. We don't start from Sunday. Lunedì. Martedì. Mercoledì. Hold on. Giovedì. No, you just messed me up. I only know the order. I don't know which day belongs to which. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you in the order. Lunedì, we started with Monday. Lunedì, giovedì. No, martedì. Oh, lunedì, martedì. Mercoledì. Mercoledì. Giovedì. Giovedì. Venerdì. 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 Sabato. E domenica. We actually associate the day to planets, to teach it to kids. So lunedì, luna, moon. Martedì, Marte, Mars. Mercoledì, Mercurio, Mercury. Giovedì, Giove. What's Giove? Gio, uh, oh, G- um, Genus, Jesus. Oh my fucking God. Venerdì, Jupiter. Jupiter, sorry. Venerdì, Venere. Saturno. So. Um, what planet is Tilly Belly? <laughs> <laughs> She's such a cute dog. All right, we got some questions. Is there anything we should talk about that you want to know about? I want to say something. Good. I like when we open up a little bit of a... Uh, Convo. Thank you for having me again. It's, it's been a while. Oh, thank you. I'm always happy to be. Of course. Um, I want to say something that I never talk about. That's a real serious thing for me. I truly think one of the hardest parts about having a child is changing her diaper. You really have a hard time. With I fucking that. hate it. I don't understand why. Like, like you really suffer. The, the... I just opened her diaper before I put her down. There was shit from the top of her ass crack to the front of her belly button you will collect a dog shit it's one hard thing that's really with a with a bag so it's a quick of course or it's with a long (laughs) stick i'm like raw dogging sure there's a wipe between me and her but how often is there so much shit it gets on my hands like her poops are huge and they're not it's not like one big log. Apparently that that'll start to happen at some point. It won't be a big deal. But like the shit that I had to literally deal with tonight that completely filled her whole diaper. And it's not like she's like a boy. Like I got to like make sure her patata is fully clean and she hates it and I hate it. And the smell is fucking awful and it's just human shit. And I gag the whole time and I'm trying to be cool because I don't want her to have like internal baby trauma over me gagging when I changed her diaper when she was little. It's it's it sucks. It's baby drama about changing diapers. I don't want her to like have weird bathroom issues because in her subconscious when she's older 
are the sounds and scowls of me changing her diaper as a baby. This is crazy. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to avoid to answer to you. No, but uh, every time I change her diaper, I'm gagging. You know, I I definitely every time I change says, her diaper, I gag. I definitely would like to express like this opinion on my. And I talk to people all day, right? Like I literally do that as that's my job. And I think we now do analyze too much trauma. There are too many therapists out there. Like I agree. We, I, they compose not, trauma in so many. I'm not triggered by anything. I don't talk about fine. trauma. She's gonna be fine. What I'm saying is, yeah. What I'm what I think you're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. That you hate to change diapers. And when I'm around, I think the ratio of divers I change versus the right. The, 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 I think every time I'm around, I try to do my. Oh yeah, you do a best. great job of it. And my, my mom part. too. Every time yeah, I smell mother. shit, my mom's like. Yeah. Also, the Carmela has a nanny four days a week. Like for instance, I enjoy I like changing it. her diapers because she's flat on her back. She's looking at me. I say something funny. She laughs at me. Unless she doesn't have like an a, 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 like like when she, she was she's little disappointed about it. Unless she's not in a bad mood. When she it's was a, little and you used to change your diaper, you used to freak out. Remember that one time? I'll never forget it. I handed you the baby and I went to pee in the hallway bathroom, which is like five steps from Carmela's room, and you were like, "I'm on, I'm on, get in here!" And I thought that like something serious had happened, but like. She was little, so she farted and like a squirt of shit came out. (laughs) (laughs) And it just like got on the side of her little changing table. And it was like you forgot that. Yeah, you had a fucking little bitch. Once she did it on me too. Yeah. Which is like, by the way, breast milk poop is whatever. That's like totally fine. I don't feel any type of way about that. But it's the yeah, no, real poop is real. This is now real, real poop. poop. Okay, so we've been talking about baby shit <laughs> for the last <laughs> five minutes. What's next? Lot of- Before talking about relations, it's um, kind of nice to talk about the baby tell shit. you what. There's a lot this of people about. wanting to initiate a petition for you to shave your beard on my Instagram. Well, you know. I think that uh, I'm 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 f- flattering by by. Oh, I hate it! By okay. how much people care about it. Dear Pia and Davide, Ciao my partner and I have a nine-month-old daughter. Congratulations! Congrats, guys! That's beautiful. Nine nine months is such a nice thing. It's a great time. <laughs> we are super in love with each other and totally obsessed with our daughter. However, we both work full-time. Not only that, but my partner also goes to school full-time. And for the most of the week, I take care of our daughter alone while also trying to work from home. Okay, that's impossible. So God bless you. Often it feels like I am shouldering workload and single parent. I try very hard not to let it get to me because I know we both work so hard, but both of us are getting burnt out at this point. And sometimes I just let my exhaustion get the best of me. I find myself getting cranky, snappy with my partner, and it's not fair to the poor guy. My question is, how do you balance working super hard and having long days while raising little lady? It's all so much. That is literally when I say, how do I formulate this? Because this is a, a great life, life beginning with that. And I'm not saying that people that don't have kids or that don't want to have kids or that 
will never have kids, like will not understand what life is about. But I think that I really link, I think I can talk for me and my wife on this, what's happening to us now at this point of our life as the beginning of life. Like literally, literally we are, this is the beginning. This is the actual beginning. It begins with a baby giving life to another individual. And it is, there is not a secret, a formula. There are few things that helps you, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that what you just wrote it down, there are so many books about before being a parent and about the, 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 the time of about the gravity and about the time of the delivery. But there is very little about, I think. We have very little information about what's the after, what's the post-baby. And what you just described is a very common scenario, unless people are not very privileged and have a lot of time. I recently discovered how pricey and complicated to handle is a time budget. No, like I grew up so with such a limited resources that I only only and always gave value to vulgarly to, to money. And today actually I realized that being on a time budget is the is the worst thing that can happen. It's the worst thing that can happen to a partner, to a parent to 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 any to a profession to any sort of really like to every aspect of ourself and it's hard it it is extremely hard if i can give you my two cents of advice i think that little gesture is really what we make a big difference not only towards you your partner which it seems already Step one is already, you're already cautious and, and, but step two is really like, it will be beneficial for, for him and for you to, to really practice. Little just little thing means, you know, like I'm very tired, I'm very mad, I'm very frustrated, I'm very overwhelmed, whatever it is that you are experiencing, sometimes it's a word. Sometimes you take a breath and you just say to your partner, I love you, or you're beautiful, or, or have a nice day, something nice about your day, or take a moment for yourself, have, make, make make your coffee break a little bit longer than usual, or make, like try to detach yourself from what is surrounding you with simple moments, simple gestures, simple things, you know, like, Sometimes I roll around and, and, and I take a walk or or I, I I try to feed myself a nice meal that day and taking a break out of there or going on a date. There are I think yeah, the some the, the the yeah, I think little gesture makes a big impact when you are in a situation like this. I want to say that I want to be aware of our privilege. I mean, 
you know, I have people send me like really hateful comments that like, I don't understand what it's like to be a mom because my mom lives with us and we always have help. I also would like it's wild what people I, feel no, it's okay. freedom it's okay. to say. It's okay. it's I also like would like to say, you know, it is very challenging to have like a mom, like, you know, living on the, in like, you know, it's like a young married couple having a mom. But I want to tell you this. I want to just say that we are in a position where people are working hard. Like we are at a fucked time. Everything is impossible. Everything is so fucking expensive. We are all working harder than we've ever fucking worked. And so if you're someone right now who's like, like, I don't want to tell anybody to not have a baby. I want everybody to have a baby. What I'm saying is, is like, I think like a lot of us really romanticize having a child instead of understanding the realities of having one. And so you writing in and saying this is like the actual reality of having a child. And so thank you for being so vulnerable. Um, I also want to say like your. But also I would like to say before I forget any past what you just said. And I don't mean to be dramatic and I don't mean when I said the life begins with kids, I wanted to say that beside the sacrifice, beside the whole compromise and, and beside all what she just described, what you just said, undeniably the gift of being able to create life which and is very hard for many people your right child now. child is yeah, it's amazing. the best is, is it goes up is the most incredible experience that yeah, sure but do. i also really want to do a podcast on encouraging people that like are wishy-washy about having kids to not have kids like i don't know why it's like deemed as a failure to not have a child like living on this planet as like a fabulous single person or a person with a partner with like double income and no child, like is also a fucking glorious way to live. That should yeah. also be promoted just as much as having a child because there are so many wonderful, successful people who think they should have kids because it's what they're supposed to do, but didn't don't have the internal incredible desire to have one. And like, if you don't have this, like, fire inside of you to have a kid travel and live your fucking life like live your life you don't need to have a fucking baby anyway i digress but i absolutely think that like we put too much emphasis on having babies okay what i'm gonna say is nine months you're just like in the fucking thick of it right the baby I don't know what your plan is, but at some point we'll be in either like a daycare or a preschool. And then you'll be able to have hours back in your day. Do, does, do those hours go by in two seconds? Absolutely. Yes. Even, I don't know how you're doing what you're doing right now. I don't know how you focus at all on work when there's a baby at home. I don't know. I, I just want to just say like, God bless you and that you're doing fucking incredible and of course you're snapping at your partner. And of course this is like, this is where 
the practice comes in for everybody. You have to be able to create some sort of communication or scenario with the man that you love. Very important. Where you can look at him and just be like, I'm fucking drowning. Like, I'm sorry I'm snapping at you. Or like, you know, even Davide will be like, you have no idea how hard my day was at work. And I'll be like, you have no idea how hard it was for me to be here and try to get my work done. And then he'll... We'll get into like a pissing contest. Like he'll think that we're getting into a pissing contest about who works harder. I'm like, neither one of us is like, quote unquote, working harder. It's all just hard. It's all just hard. And I don't know like why we have this like internal competition, all of us, about it being like, you don't get where I'm going, where I'm working hard. It's all really hard. So I want you to in the times where you guys are yeah, it's, it's, it's all about also perspective it's all about even even on a couple between partners perspective is an important you know perspective and point of view means like you know like try to understand where your partner is at. and sometimes like the example that you just did sometimes i come back home and for me like you know you put in perspective i don't know my day I'm not at home all day and I can use, I don't have the comfort of a house, you know, like I can't let it down to have a break. I can't do this. I'm standing, talking, entertaining people and selling stuff here and there. Then you look at my wife's perspective and she's like, well, I can't put the job done together. I can't concentrate. It's, you know, the house is always moving parts and the baby and this. So it's like, already yeah and i'm like you got to leave the house and talk to people <laughs> that's what i meant like i mean like, like no you're what you're saying is true. So it's so like, crazy so it's like that's that's literally step one if you are conscious already that you're being snappy or you know being very vulnerable in this email already literally already literally like step two is you try to do that put in perspective things, put yourself in issues. I would suggest you, beside the little gesture kind of thing I said before, to literally, the same way you write it down this email, to just sit it down calmly. You want to do it right before going to bed together or when you guys wake up or if you have a moment during the day, like we like to do have breakfast together. Or like, you know, like to just... Or dinner when I come back to work. My wife is very good at like everything ready. As soon as I arrive, we jump in the car together and, and we go out and we have a nice little meal. Or even family, just being like, able to have dinner. You know? Like, you know, it's hard to go out, but like even I'll have dinner ready when he's getting home. Even if my day is crazy, like I'll yeah. be like, you know what? I'm going to stop working now, make dinner, have us have dinner like, together like, and like, I'll finish like, my emails. No, what, what, like, Whatever is your time that you guys share during the day, whenever is a peaceful, quiet time, just breathe, look at him, and just say to him what he just said in this email. Listen, I know that sometimes it's like this, I know sometimes it's nappy, I know sometimes it's not how we pictured. The baby's also nine months old. And like they say, it doesn't get any easier, it just get a little bit better. It just get used to it, to things. I remember first when we were out or we were being traveling or we would be with the baby somewhere and something would go wrong, we were like, I would have panicking. I would have be like, oh my God, like, like, you know, like moving parts. It's like, 
the bag that something was missing and this and then the baby now is crying and is upset and we don't know what to now literally the baby's nineteen months old and she's way she's twenty twenty one months twenty months old, just from twenty months and and we are both like now okay. Like now we handle everything yeah, in a like, different that, way. Yeah, yeah, we're like, like so chill about it. We are now getting a little bit more used to it. And so like, I agree with you. And I think it's important about what you say about people deciding to don't be on the path to be parent. I actually respect people that, you know, like f- feels that they are not, I also think a lot of this. to be on that, in that, in that path. I respect that. And I also respect people like you that just are dealing with it. And with I think time, a lot of it will, has to do too with like what I'm learning really intensely is like how I organize my day. So like you have to work and you have this baby and there's no getting around that. Right. So I just ordered like a whiteboard and I feel like the last in before I had her and no more than ever I'm I every day it's like fuck like there how many things didn't I get done and I'm just like in quicksand and like I can't get above it and now I and I'm gonna start like posting all these like tips on fucking TikTok but like waking up starting your day with your feet flat on the ground deep breaths intentions what is my day going to be like today even just having a moment to do that before you grab your kid is like really grounding and really helpful. And the night before you go to bed, you should look at all the things you need to accomplish that day. If your kid has a nap schedule, like actually add into your calendar from this time to this time, I'm going to do this from this time to this time. I'm going to do this from this time to this time. I'm going to be with the baby from this time to this time. And like cut off all distractions, like, phone is out of the room, whatever, do whatever you need to do to like plan out your day and accomplish those tasks. That's what I'm doing and what I've been doing. And it's been really helpful because I've just felt like I'm in quicksand and I can't accomplish anything. And the kid fucking then like, as soon as I put her down for a nap, it's like two seconds later, she's awake. But like, if I say, okay, if she's going down at one and she wakes up at three and these are the two hours I have, I'm literally like, I put my headphones in, I put on distracting music and I it's go time for the task that is my priority to get done during her nap time. So it's like an annoying, like my, our response, my response to everything you're saying is connect with your partner more, which sounds impossible, but being very vulnerable with him and like, a you know, just like, fuck, this is hard for both of us. I'm sorry. If you can sneak in some sex, I having sex just releases so much fucking tension and resentment. I mean, what it does for us chemically, it's just like there's science behind it. You just feel better all around if everyone's having some fucking orgasms. So if you can find time to connect and love up on your man, it's exponentially better than not. On top of that, if you can get the most work done out of your day by adding routine and tasks and to-do lists and whatever organizational skill set that needs to come into play here. So at the end of the day, instead of being like, fuck, I'm drowning and I didn't get anything done, you have more of a like, fuck yeah, 
look what I got done today. I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine, figure out our dinner plan. And when your man comes home, at least maybe like some of the time you have a more empowered perspective to approach him when he gets home instead of a resentful perspective because your day was really tough. That has every chance of like flipping things into a more positive direction. This is literally the evolution of the species, guys. <laughs> no, you know, every time I think about... Yeah, it is. It is. All these, like, I think how people were living, like, 50 years ago. I mean... With my father, my mother, like, like, you know, in that sense. A lot more demand. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and we're changing constantly. I mean, if I think about where I was two months ago, one year ago, five years ago, I was very different. And therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because at times we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. I mean, no matter how What I've noticed is like, no matter how much I'm changing, I still feel like I'm hitting the same walls. And that's really me, right? That's something that like I need to unwind. And that is why I look forward to my weekly session of therapy so much. I just hang up that call. I close my computer and I am feeling like a million bucks. That is why I love BetterHelp. It connects you to a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I've been in therapy, oh my God, I think since like eighth grade is when I started going to therapy. And every time I've stopped in my life, it's only been because I couldn't get to my appointments logistically because one time I moved, one time my therapist moved. And at the time, therapists were not willing to just like hop on a phone call, which is crazy to me. And that is why I just love BetterHelp so much. You can sign on, get connected with a therapist and as little as 48 hours. You can switch at any time. There's no excuse. It is someone that is there for you anytime. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. So we have no excuses. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with that therapist, switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pia and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Pia. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ruggable makes machine washable, non-slip and stain resistant area rugs, runners, doormats, and bath mats. And I have the most gorge ruggable in Carmela's room. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen it. I am so proud of this thing. Their rugs are designed to withstand whatever life throws at them, which for us is a baby and three dogs. That means dirt, dust, spills, and sometimes pet accidents, unfortunately. Ruggable does some amazing collaborations with designers like Jonathan Adler And as well as fun, kid-friendly styles from Disney to Star Wars and Marvel. They also have lots of different texture options, including a shag rug, 
plush, faux hide, all machine washable. Ruggable's patented rug system comes in two pieces. This is what I love about it so much. There's these two pieces. One is the lightweight rug cover and the other is the non-slip rug pad. So you literally lay down this pad, which is like, you know, sticks to your floor so the rug can't move around. And the rug cover goes right on top like Velcro. So there is zero slippage. You just detach and reattach whenever you want to clean it. The rug covers are also interchangeable. So you can easily change your rug cover to give your space a fresh feel for any reason. Maybe it's a holiday. Maybe it's summer, whatever. It's incredible. If you have kids or pets, these are the rugs that you want. Stop worrying about spills and messes and spend more time making memories with the ones that you love. Visit Ruggable.com and use code BEST at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Again, that is code BEST for 10% off your order at Ruggable.com. Okay. Hi, Pia and Davide. I guess my question is more for you, Pia. I'm having a hard time not being resentful about my partner smoking. And I wonder how you mentally approach it with Davide. For me, it is really easy to go down the hole of why do we even spend so much money on all these gorgeous organic produce, these expensive non-toxic cleaning products, fancy supplements and vitamin drips if you're going to turn around and do one of arguably the most preventable and proving cancer-causing things. I just love him so much. I hate what smoking does to your body. It fills me with worry for future health. I know it's a cultural thing and it's the European thing. And that the 80-20 ratio reigns supreme. But I mean, I can't get over this one. Any suggestions? I had a dad who was a smoker. And my mom has never smoked a cigarette in her life. Not a single puff. Always hated it. Always thought it was disgusting. I always thought it was disgusting. As soon as I was a teenager and could steal his cigarettes, I would. Every time I get drunk and smoke a cigarette, which I did constantly in my 20s, I think about what I'm doing to my body. I, It's like almost the perfect question to ask me because I'm right in the middle. Like, I don't know what to tell you. My dad had emphysema. He dropped dead at 74 the hard part for someone like Davide, which I know he's going to say is like, here's what I think the issue is. This is from my perspective. We're not in Europe. Like so many people in fucking France and Italy live to be fucking old. And there's a million different factors in this, which is these are, you know, every blue zone is like, These are community-based people. These are people that are connected to their neighbors, that feel a sense of belonging to a community, that feel a sense of righteousness, that feel like doing good is a positive effect on the people around them, that eat these foods that are not treated with these chemicals, that are breathing this air that does this, blah, 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 and everything is in moderation. Like, so if these people, whatever outlier is smoking... Feel all those things that you just said, even living in Pasadena. No, the food that you eat here, Davide, is... No, but besides the food, I've watched but like you all the age. community, All the community things and all the... Yeah, we're people who love to be connected to people and... Listen, I, I think this is more a question for you, and I think that... If Your cigar smoking bothers me. This, it's, I was about to say, I think yeah. the, the answer to be articulated. 
intensely, I was a cigarette smoker. Actually, I wasn't. Then I, I got into cigarettes at an older age. And what I smoke today is what kind of put me out of smoking cigarettes. Like a cigar smoker, the difference between smoking a cigar and smoking a cigarette is way less. You know, cigarettes are more a frenetic thing, like an anxiety thing. And you smoke a cigarette when you're, you know, like for me it was more of whenever it wasn't a break or 10 minutes or a coffee, it was either linked to espresso, to coffee, or it was linked to like nerve when I was nervous or when I was like, you know, and today, like what I smoke today, the product I smoke today, beside being, beside I know what I smoke, uh, either is a cigar, is a pipe or is a, you know, like something lighter, more aromatic or whatever. It's actually not frenetic. It's not it's something that I smoke in, it is a different, during the day, smoking what I smoke has a different pace. It's a different thing. That being said, I'm not justifying my... I mean, it's still tobacco. It's still tobacco and it's not good for you. What I'm trying to say is that as much as she's mad about it and as much as she gives me a hard time about it, she doesn't understand what they represent in my life. So like... You know, I think I think the hardest part is for the smoker to to just accept it and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to realize. I'm going to understand. And what I'm trying to say it's a personal thing. You know, my father was a smoker. My family basically, <clears throat> beside my mother, she never touches a cigarette. She passed um, for a lymphoma. She died with a lymphoma or cancer. Basically, the last of six and four of us were smoking. And and, and it's like, yeah, you know, like people associate that to like an European thing. It's not that in Europe we smoke because it's, it's a, something that is it's not, it's not culture. It, it, it is, but it's not. It's like, it's almost that here smoking is seeing like something that to give a tone to yourself, you know, like it's, it's, I don't know. It's very articulated. I will not know how to, this is, of course you can give it a more sense answer than I can, but yeah, it's, it's, I feel the, I feel the pain and the concern and, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a whole, I, I, you saying like future investment, like uh, not that he's an, inve I mean, you know, this is like a human being, but for our future, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's like when it's like riding a bicycle, a motorcycle. Yeah. Which like this fucking, bicycle. I also have a problem with like you're no, a like huge liability. On all ends. Yeah, but you can't see, to your point, you can't see that as a, like... I do. Yeah, but then then it's like you're thinking like an insurance company. Sorry, but No, it's like, I'm thinking about the fact that we have know, a child and that I understand, you're increasing understand. my chance of being a single mother. I understand. And but, it's selfish. But, mm, I disagree on that. I'm 
Oh, you think that it's not selfish? It would be the same as me tomorrow being like, I'm going to be a fucking cliff jumper. Well, if when I met you and when I married you and you growing no, up you with a cliff jumper. No, you did not used to smoke this much I, and you didn't used to have no, two motorcycles. No, and then you're wrong. I'm, I'm both not wrong. Of those you things. never no, smoked cigars you, all day long. I did. Like you do now. I actually was, I just said, I was smoking cigarettes. Now I'm smoking cigar and I was riding motorcycle. I had one that I was sharing. I didn't have two. I couldn't afford to have two. Okay. Been, I was hoping that maybe as you my turned into an adult, you would actually become you know? more of an adult. Make, I am an adult. I ride no. motorcycle in a very adult way. That's I don't go dirty thing. bike. I don't go super fast on a highway. I don't go on a, That's not a, on thing, a because truck. It's not I don't you. Go... It's other people. You know what? Sweet angel who wrote in, I don't know what advice to give you. Let's fucking have a drink and fucking commiserate in our husbands or partners who act like fucking idiots. One of the most exciting things about a new year, because we're still technically, I like to think, in New Year's, um, is that you have no idea what adventures are in store for you. We have travel experiences that we have to look forward to the rest of the year. Maybe you're doing a new job or picking up a new skill. Or if you're like me, maybe you've been partnered with someone for almost seven years who speak a different language than you. And you've been telling them you're going to speak that language, but you haven't. And now it's time. <laughs> We're going to do that with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. Listen, Davide, learned English very quickly. He learned Spanish very quickly. He's now learning French and very quickly. And how he does it is by immersing himself in that language. And that's why Babbel is so helpful because outside of their 10 minute lessons, there are so many ways to learn. They have podcast games, videos, stories, and even live classes. With Babbel, like I said, you just need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real-life conversations in this new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers and not computers. That's why their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. They have 14 different languages. Plus, this is my favorite. This is what really helps me because I get very nervous about pronunciation. And Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent so you don't need to be laughed at by anyone, okay? Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Pia. That is babbel.com slash Pia for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel language for life. Barabee is a sustainable home wellness brand on a mission to create calmer, more comforted world for you. And you know how that happens? One nap at a time. Every Barabee product prioritizes holistic well-being, sustainability, exceptional design, which brings about revolutionary rest naturally. Barabee's hand-knit sustainable weighted blankets help you sleep better, feel calmer, naturally. The brand's award-winning weighted blankets are made entirely with sustainable materials such as organic cotton, eco-velvet, and Tencel, so you can practice self-care without compromise. We're not really even talking about how gorgeous these things are. I love, we have two Barabee blankets in this house. We have one laying on our nap couch. We have one that goes between my room and my mom's room because... We fight over it. It's available in a range of colors and weight. And all of Barabee's products take a design-focused approach to bring 
medically beneficial products into people's lives. I mean, the sleep you're going to get with this blanket is undeniably some of the best sleep you'll ever have. And that's why they create products that you'll be proud to display throughout your home, but are also so functional. They offer a variety of products, including the original cotton napper, which is what I have, a tree napper, which is a cooling weighted blanket, the velvet napper, which is made of ocean bound plastic bottles. So cool. The hug it, which is a sensory knot pillow, the cuddler, which is a body pillow, which I actually really need one of those. I love a body pillow. And even the pupper pod, the one for all your little doggies. Use code BEST at checkout and get free faster shipping at barabee.com. To learn more about Barabee, visit www.barabee, that is B-E-A-R-A-B-Y.com or at mybarabee on Instagram. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Dear Pia and Davide, just short of one year ago today, my now ex-boyfriend of five years broke up with me over FaceTime and out of nowhere. To say that my soul shattered into a million pieces would be the biggest understatement of the century. Mm. I liked everywhere for solace. It was readily available, yet impossible to internalize. I wrote the two of you in hopes of finding some relief, and through your sincerity and humor, I got exactly that. Oh my God. I thought this was a question, but this is a thank you. You both told me that this next phase of my life would bring me something else and that I should take the risk of letting him go. I can say with complete... I love this is a... (laughs) Following up. I can say with complete conviction that I've never been happier in my entire life than I am today. Well, this is a (laughs) follow-up. I also love that you... Like, I love it that you freestyle. I I mean, you just... I'm Last pra- minute read this. This is I cool. never read the questions beforehand ever. I never have. It's I true. Always... It's true. It, that's a real thing. We I'm never proud of myself. Yeah, we never prep. You can tell that we never prep. <laughs> <laughs> we should prep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of myself for holding space to grieve and learn. And oh, I'm sorry. But this is the beauty of that. I'm proud of myself for holding space to grieve and to lean into every emotion I felt. It has been an incredibly challenging year and somehow I'm able to look back and smile. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being just a tiny fraction of the reason I'm still standing here. I'm still standing. I can survive. I love this. <laughs> I look like a little kid. 
You know what? Um, this I'm is gonna wonderful. End, I'm ending in here. This is wonderful. Ending on a positive note. I would like to say also something. I also would like to announce that Carmelo I remember now, actually, and if it wasn't that way, but I remember saying that if somebody leaves you like via FaceTime, then you didn't lose that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I love what you just did. Eh? Thank you for sharing that with us. And I would also like to encourage, encourage. Encourage <laughs> is a very a cool new way to pronounce encourage. Everybody to do more of following up. I think that should be like with the question the Q&A and all that, we should also have some following up moments. Like we should really invite our listener to. We get some follow-ups. We get a, we get some messages also about how awful I am. So I didn't really want to encourage a lot of people to write in about anything extra because it could be used against me in a really intense way. Okay. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> I would like to close like this today. What a song. I'm waiting for the... This is my favorite. This is a great This is my favorite part of Sing. I know, but besides Sing... Let's go. Thank you for having me, by the way, today. Okay, it's really loud. It was a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, do you remember when the radio used to just, instead of stop the song, they were just like, they were just like, lower it down yeah, the yeah, water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to our bedroom with all of our animals in mm. your robe. Are you going to sleep in your robe again? You slept in your robe last night. And I felt very comfortable. Did you? I get so hot when I sleep in my robe. I do too, but last night for some no, reason I, I felt cold. Our bedroom, for the record, has no insulation. <laughs> we have single panes. It's very we, California. We have, it's a very California no, complaint. <laughs> we, we have a house that my it's dad built. It's very hot built. in the summer, very cold in the winter. Yeah, my dad <laughs> built this house in the biggest very way Cali. possible in the cheapest way possible very, so very we have single paned windows and no oh installation God. in any of the walls and the walls are big and they're just right here to the elements and when it rains the whole house floods and a storm is coming a storm is coming a storm is coming okay I love you love you Padada And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.